From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, May 4th. I'm Marco Werman. A new deal for Chinese dissident Chen Guangcheng. The U.S. expects China to move quickly to allow Chen to leave. Also on the program, a survivor of last year's massacre in Norway reflects on what it means to be a Muslim there now. Plus, France votes for president again. This man isn't impressed with the candidates. So I decided to vote for a goat. I think all the candidates represent the same ideas. Uh, wait, 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 you said you voted for a goat? I voted for the goat. So uh, her name is Biquette. BBC News with Marion Marshall. Security forces in Egypt have used tear gas and water cannon to drive back hundreds of stone-throwing protesters near the Defence Ministry in Cairo. More than 50 people are reported to have been injured. John Lyne is in Cairo. Witnesses say the clashes broke out after some protesters outside the Defence Ministry launched an attack on the building. The protesters tried to break through the protective ring of barbed wire. After several hours of clashes, the army stepped up the pressure. They cleared the whole area using barrages of tear gas. Armoured vehicles sealed off the streets. Protesters say the army are now making numerous arrests, including storming a nearby mosque where a number of journalists had taken refuge. There have also been clashes in Alexandria. Saudi Arabia is sending its ambassador back to Cairo after it closed its missions in Egypt last week. It recorded its envoy in response to angry protests outside the Saudi embassy in Cairo over the arrest of an Egyptian human rights lawyer by the Saudi authorities. Ahmed al-Ghazawi was detained as he arrived in Saudi Arabia on a pilgrimage last month. He was accused of trying to smuggle illegal substances into Saudi Arabia. The United States says it expects China to move quickly to allow the legal activist Chen Guangcheng to travel abroad. The Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton, who's in Beijing, welcomed China's offer to let Mr Chen apply to study overseas. American diplomats have been allowed to talk to the activist at a Beijing hospital where he's been held since leaving sanctuary in the US Embassy. The case overshadowed high-level talks between the two sides after Mr Chen said he was in danger and appealed for help to go to the United States. Mrs Clinton said Mr Chen's situation had resonance across China and around the world. This is not just about uh, well-known activists. Uh, It's about uh, the human rights and aspirations of more than a billion people here in China and billions more around the world. And it's about the future of this great nation and uh, all nations. Investigators in France are looking into an allegation of possible gang rape against the former head of the International Monetary Fund, Dominique Strauss-Kahn, and three others. He says he never used force on anyone. Our correspondent, Stuart Hughes, reports from Paris. Judges investigating what's become known as the Carlton Affair after the exclusive hotel in Lille, which was allegedly the centre of a prostitution ring, are already looking into claims of pimping, the misuse of corporate funds and money laundering. Now they've submitted new evidence which, they say, could implicate Dominique Strauss-Kahn and other associates in a gang rape. A Belgian woman known only as Marianne S. has alleged she was forced to take part in a sex act against her will at a party attended by Mr Strauss-Kahn at a hotel in Washington, D.C. in December 2010. World News from the BBC. 
Almost 150 people have been injured when clusters of gas-filled balloons exploded in the Armenian capital, Yerevan, during an election rally by the governing Republican Party. The emergencies ministry said more than 100 were treated in hospital for burns. It appeared the explosions were set off by a cigarette. Iranians have complained on social networks that Google Maps now has no name on the body of water that's usually called the Persian Gulf and is also known as the Arabian Gulf. Both Iran and the Arab Gulf states say their name is the only one that should be used. But a Google representative said it wasn't their policy to name every place in the world. Sebastian Usher has more. Iranians say there's absolutely no historical justification for calling it anything but the Persian Gulf. But there's been...